Friends, it's Julie, and I just have a correction to make for this episode, so we're updating it here. What you're about to hear is two of my healers in my Angel Wellness Center. They're on the show today, one interviewing the other about their angel stories, and they're so sweet. I told them next time you have to introduce yourselves because we really want people to know who you are, but they kind of just dive right into the episode, no big deal, right? Because I am just teaching them how to be podcasters as well, which is really fun. So here is Kara, who is on my Angel Wellness Center team. She's one of the healers there. And also Erica. And Erica is going to be interviewing Kara about her angel stories. And they really get into some cool discussions too. So I know that you're just going to absolutely love it. Here is the episode. Friends, I've been so busy telling you about my new Angels and Awakening book that came out on November 11th that I forgot to share with you that we have a new course starting December 1st. It's a four-week course called Deepening Your Connection with Your Loved Ones in Heaven. This course is already included if you're an angel member. If you're not an angel member, you can buy the course on theangelmedium.com. I also wanted to let you know, if you're looking to become an angel member, January or February are the best months to start. For a limited time, if you get two new people to sign up for the angel membership annual plan, then I'll give you an entire year of the angel membership for free. When you do, you'll also be guaranteed to be able to book a session with me in 2022. Friends, due to the voice disorder, the number of sessions I can do is limited. But the first 100 people who sign up for the Angel Membership Annual Plan, which, to be transparent, costs $1,200 for the whole year, I'm going to guarantee you the ability to book a session with me in 2022. And right now, friends, it's looking like those may be the only sessions I'll be able to fulfill next year. You can always book a session on my website with one of the incredible healers I've trained who are now on my team. There's Karen, Erica, Adria, Kara, and Cheryl, and their gifts are all a lot like mine. Friends, you are my angels. If you're looking for a great gift idea this holiday season, my book is in stock and ready to ship from Barnes and & Noble, and worldwide from Amazon. Write a positive review about the book or share it on your Instagram feed and we'll enter you into a drawing to win a free session with me. This month's winner is Autumn Grimes, who did a whole video about the book. Thank you, Autumn. Lastly, Archangel Haniel reminds you that a new class of the Angel Reiki School begins December 1st. And if she's been calling you to take the course, it's for a reason. Let her and I coach you to become the healer you were born to be. Hi. Hey. Hi. I'm good, Erica. How are you? I am so excited, first of all, to have met you because your energy is just infectious. And whenever I'm like, just in a weird place. I always get cheered up. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> 
I do love so happy. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy um, to have met you. And I am very curious to ask you questions today about your angel stories. And especially, I want to start with like your spiritual awakening and how this all came about for you. Because I I'm, I don't know. And I know everybody else does. It. Okay, perfect. So my awakening and yours might be similar because I know that you were like raised kind of into the spiritual world. <laughs> My awakening was gradual. I think like there's this myth that people have this like uh, like this one huge awakening, right? Yeah. Have a near-death experience. Yeah, exactly. And I think some people really do. But I just wanted to put that out there so everyone realizes that it's not always going to be like this, like slap you in the face, right. huge awakening. Um, and I'm guessing like for you, since you were raised yeah, spiritual, it was probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, uh, and an awakening is really just remembering your true essence, right? Like that's exactly. what it is. Exactly. And yeah. so I heard, it, I heard it said so eloquently once that where we're born, it's like the veil comes, goes up. Like, uh -huh. to like it's all about remembrance. Like when you become, yes. And, yes. and that's your spiritual awakening. You could be like one major thing where it could just be like, you're slowly remembering. You're slowly remembering, right? Yeah. That's kind of like. The, the whole point, right? Yes. That's exactly. the journey. The yeah. Journey you remember on your own and not just admit automatically know because then, yeah. then it's boring, right? Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. So for me, it's really been this gradual process where I have like these ongoing awakenings. I mean, I think it's, it's always a process. It's a life yeah. process. You know, I think yeah. once you're actually completely awakened, you probably die. Because right. <laughs> the journey is set. Do you kind of remember like, like, I know you were young, but like a something that stuck out that was like more than normal that started? Yeah. Like, yes. So actually, my process started in 2017. And it started because I was incredibly unhappy. So I got to this place in my life where I had every reason to be happy right? Like I had this amazing husband and he had this amazing career and we had plenty of money and I had three gorgeous kids. And I just realized that I was really, really unhappy. And I couldn't tell you exactly why I was unhappy. And I realized 2017, because before like we'd be overseas and I was like, oh, but it, I'm unhappy because I'm away from family and friends. And then when I go home in the summer, then I'm happy. And so I thought that that's why I was unhappy. You know, I had this was once this is done, then it's then I'll be happy. Right. And 2017 was the first time I really realized, like, oh, wait, I'm not happy in America. I'm not happy in Germany. I'm just not happy. And so I started um, working with this amazing um, spiritual healer. And so my awakening really came from an insane amount of inner child work, which is she guided you? This is in Germany. This is, she's in America, but oh, okay. I'm in Germany. Yeah, and working. Okay, working with her. Working with her, doing some spiritual work, and your inner child was giving you. Yes, it was a lot of inner child healing, which is crazy because I know Julie. It's just started this inner I know. child class. Yeah, wow. which I I believe it's your. There's never uh, enough inner child. <laughs> I'm doing, man, I can't wait because that's a lifelong thing. 
<laughs> it is a lifelong thing. I'm also doing it after I've done four years oh, of inner child so work. Excited. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yep. Three, yeah. Again. Yeah. So, and just to like, kind of talk about my take on inner child work, you know, we get, but like we said, we forget, we forget our true nature, you know, like yeah. when you're born, you forget your true nature, you forget your purity. And as we go through life and we have these painful events happen to us in a way to protect ourselves, it's almost like we put on a layer, right? Like we want to ensure like this doesn't happen again. So we put on a layer and the suffering comes because eventually we end up identifying with the layers yes, exactly. and not the actual essence of who we are, yes. you know, and we forget, we forget that actually at our core, we are all love and light. But yes. instead, we've identified with these layers that we put on for protection. And, you know, the ego gets such a bad rap. And it's something that so often, you know, people say like, oh, you have to transcend the ego, you have to overcome the ego. And I really don't like that view as much because it puts the ego as something that's separate than you. you. And right. And actually the ego, I mean, it's part of you, right? And so I like to take a more, yeah. a loving approach and look at the ego as, you know, the ego protected you at a time when you weren't able to actually handle that pain or look at that pain, right? That's a good point, yes. So like you, you had this painful thing happen and you had to exist, you had to survive. And at that time, you weren't at a place where you could look at that pain. And so that's the ego's job, like <laughs> to, to help you put on a layer so that you can get through life and you can keep going. And what I discovered through inner child work is that now, later, years later, when I am at a place where I can handle that pain, I can yeah. go back and actually heal that core wound. Right. So, so. Obviously, the ego, like you said, is human. We have to have ego because it's like our, it protects us, right? Right. It's like your play. It, but you know, it, it makes you feel you have to be safe and right. protected. Right. But then you're saying that once you dug deep and you realized that you were ready to like go there and do yeah. that, it opens you up to like all of, like, how did you know that? Did you see other sides of what you had been through as a child? Like, how did you? How did that progress into like, oh my God, there's so much more. There's so much more. I think you, you start by, by looking at the layer, <laughs> you know, looking at the thing you don't like. Right. And then kind of digging and seeing like, okay, but like, where did that come from? And also having grace and forgiveness for yourself. Like, oh, well, that, that was a defense mechanism. You know, I have that property. That's maybe that thing about me that I don't like, because that's what kept, that's what, allowed me to function at that time okay you know and and yes so you were going through different layers of yourself and each time you would like heal or come to terms with that you would feel that you were shedding that right shedding yeah exactly shedding that layer and and you know removing them through healing the original trauma right and then that's so fascinating because then how I guess what I'm trying to ask is how so after you, you started probably feeling really lighter and like happier. And then did you just say like, I'm so grateful that like, I'm doing this work 
like I know there's so much more because I'm seeing that it's only love like at the core you like you're you know yeah intrigued you about um yeah like after you started doing which I'm sure you still do that hard work it's hard work <laughs> that's hard work. yeah like when when or shall I say what fascinated you on the path like was it specifically angels or that there is life after this world or what you know what was it that was like that's really fascinating like that's now, really it was honestly it was it was an issue with my husband right okay so my husband travels a lot and and julie mentions in her first video with the inner child work that it's important to go through and do this with the therapist. And I could not agree more because you are like unearthing this like deep pain, you know, and it's not something you want to do on your own. And yeah. so, yeah, I was really glad when she said that in the first video, cause I was like, yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. You're vulnerable. And then you're just left with yourself, right? Exactly. And you need someone, you need like a buffer to help you talk through that stuff and work through that stuff. But I was going, my husband, you know, he travels a lot. Mm -hmm. He plays basketball overseas mm -hmm. and he travels a lot. And so I'm overseas and I was getting to this point where I was very resentful like, oh, but I'm the one that's always here having to figure everything out. And I'm the one, you know, like, you know, the whole end of the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so my spiritual advisor, she asked me one time, she was like, can you be happy when Ricky's not home? And when she asked me that, I was like, hmm, well, yeah, I, I think I can or whatever. And, and then the next day I was out running and it hit me like, oh, I can't be happy when Ricky's not home because if I'm happy when he's not here, then he might not feel guilty that he's gone. Okay. And then I can't be a martyr. <laughs> right. So, yeah. And, right. Yeah. So I had created this entire situation because a martyr is someone that's worthy of love, right? So like, in my head, like I needed to first be a victim, then be a martyr because a martyr is worthy of love. And then through that work, I realized that I had this core, you know, pain that from, from childhood where a martyr is worthy of love. Like I wasn't worthy as just because I existed. I needed to create this scenario to be worthy of love. And so like, that's kind of example of right. how... And that was, that was my first probably like awakening, like aha moment. Like, oh, I've been setting him up all these years. Because you felt like if you were happy, like when he was gone, it was easier to go into that. Like, why am I doing all this? Like, and you know, why am I stuck with the room? Exactly. And like, look how strong I am right. for coming all these difficult right. things. Like, look yeah. at the sacrifices I'm making so he can have this amazing career. You know, like this whole yeah. thing. Right. Oh, that's that I so then you okay. So then how did that shift free? Like you were like, I I can be like I Yeah. I so then then I had to go back and look at like, okay, well, where is this coming from? You know, right. why do I think I have to be a martyr in order to right. be worthy of love? And and really had to go back into honestly ancestral wounds <laughs> that you inherit, yeah. you know. And do all of that work. And like Julie is so right. Ancestral rooms and inner child work oh. is 
so intertwined. It really, you really can't separate it. And so, you know, it's like some things you inherit, some things you, you occur through painful things that have happened to you and you really can't separate them. And so, of course, going through and doing the work. And so it's been like this aha moments like this, you know, where you make these internal shifts and it allows for so much growth and forgiveness then with my husband, you know, like in this situation. And I recognize like, oh, Kara, you're starting the victim story again. You know, like I catch myself now. Right. Oh man, that is a lot crammed into like 2017. It's not long ago. It's no, it's been, it's been so much growth since then. Oh my gosh. And then, and then when you worked on all of that, and then you tell me about like, let's say, not like a supernatural experience, but things started probably happening, right? Like you yes. know, synchronicities or like, yes. Thing. I, I wonder what, what, what did that like unfold like for you? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That okay. Was. So, okay. So crazy prior to 2017. So in 2012, my uncle passed away unexpectedly. Oh, when you, um, we were close. I was in Germany and he was in Missouri and he was, he, we were very close. So I don't have known, or is that so it was sudden, sudden oh. heart attack completely. We were shocked. It oh was God. really, it was hard. And I, I don't have a relationship with my dad mm-hmm. working on it. <laughs> Their child ancestry. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is still a work in progress. Yeah. Um, but I was very, very close to my grandfather. And I was very close to my uncle. Like those were kind of the the safe men in my life. And my uncle, he didn't have any kids. He was never married. And um, so we would do like date nights, um, you know, all through high school. And then Aww. I would go visit. I mean, he, we were close. He was like your dad, your father. Figure. He was a father figure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was. It was. It was really hard. And we, so it was the night after the Super Bowl. I remember because we had stayed up super late here in Germany to watch the Super Bowl. And then I went to sleep and then I had this dream while I was sleeping that we were all at my uncle's funeral. And I was like, we were, we had been to his funeral and then we were at my grandparents' house afterwards. And I was just like devastated. And I woke up and I remember feeling just so heavy and upset by the dream. And so I went and I actually emailed my uncle just to tell him how much I missed him. And I mean, this was probably like five in the morning here just to say, you know, oh, I miss you and and just emailed him. And then I went about my day. And then in the evening here, so it was like late morning in Missouri. I didn't think anything else about it. And then my mom called me. And she was bawling and she was like, they just found Tommy and he passed away. Like he hadn't gone to work. And so they sent a wellness check out and he had, he had had like a massive heart attack and died. And so he died at the time, the exact time I had the dream, the exact time I had the dream. And I, you know, I thought like, this is crazy. And, And it, and it freaked me out a little bit. I'd had dreams with my grandfather before my grandfather passed in 2009 and we were insanely close and 
he had come to me in my dreams before. Mm-hmm. And I, I always like paid attention when he, mm-hmm. when he was in my dream, you know, cause it was always like kind of something spiritual. And then this happened and, and honestly it freaked me out and I, and I didn't quite know what to do with it. And around, so before my mom called me actually that day that he had passed, I was talking to my grandma on the phone. So this would have been his, his mom, his mom, mom. Okay. And so I was talking to my grandma on the phone and these two birds came and landed on the branch right outside my window. And I was talking to her and and they were, um, over here, they're called great tits, which is actually hilarious because of my my grandpa's sense of humor. Like it is really funny, but they look like little finches kind of like they're tiny. And and so it's funny because my grandma asked me the same thing and I was describing them to her and she was like, oh, what do they look like? Because I was like, oh my goodness, these two birds just flew up and sat on the this branch right outside my window. And she's like, what do they look like? And I was describing them to her and she loves birds and, you know, like back here. So we're talking about that. And then, and then I didn't think anything about it. And then my mom called me. And Mm. so then I was just, I was so distraught. And on the way to the airport the next morning, because, you know, now I have to fly back from Germany for the funeral and all this stuff. And so on the way to the airport the next morning, all of a sudden I just had this thought like, oh my God, like those two birds, like, that was my grandpa and my uncle, like mm-hmm. letting me know. And they, of course they came when I was talking to my grandma. Of course. Yeah. Like letting me know all was good. Everything's okay. They were really, that was his dad. That was his dad. And his, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so that was peace probably. I need so much peace. Yeah. yeah. So much peace. And, and so, and my grandma as well. And so okay. after that, like I, I always knew I was kind of a safe haven for people, if that makes sense. Like, like people would always just kind of confess to me, like, just like tell me their fears and their stresses and their worries. Like right after I met them, you know, it was almost like I was like this safe place where people could kind of unload and release. And so I, I knew that I was an empath and I could feel what people were going through and I could really feel if people are upset. but. Then after my uncle died, I started thinking maybe there's something more here that, you know, but, but it scared me. So, <laughs> so you didn't, did you believe in um, life after, like, did you, what was mm-hmm. your, I believed in life after death. Absolutely. I didn't know. I was very intrigued by mediumship, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how that lined up you know I was raised very Christian okay very Christian and so I was raised like well you don't even explore that stuff right you know like it was very and (laughs) yes yes it was very much like yeah that like that dangerous stuff you don't look at that stuff but it always intrigued me and actually what opened me then is I started talking to Anna my spiritual healer who used to be the preacher at our church. She was the pastor at our church. And so she was so key in my journey in that I was like, oh, but wait, she, she's safe. You know, like she's someone I trust and she's a pastor and I don't know anyone more holy than her, but she also does tarot cards and she also... 
Yes, it was permission. Exactly. It was permission. Like, oh, well, this is okay then. And she talks about spirits and energies and mediumship and tarot cards and all of this stuff, but is also can tell you the Bible inside and outside. So it was like this key component of safety and permission that allowed me to kind of get curious and explore, but I was still scared of spirits. Like I remember saying like, Anna, I can't turn around and have a spirit just staring at me like that. (laughs) And you could say to, you you know, however you feel comfortable, right? Didn't she tell you? Yes. And that's what she, she was like, well, if that scares you, that's not what's going to happen, Kara. Like spirit never wants to scare you. Never. Like spirit will never come come to you in a way that causes you to have fear or causes you to be afraid. And so, um, so then I was like, oh, she's like, so if turning around and seeing an energy is going to freak you out, then spirit's not going to talk to you that way. Right. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I took this intuition class uh-huh. and the teacher of the intuition class was like, what if you just get playful? What if you just have like a curious energy? Like, what if you just try and connect with someone that you feel is safe, someone from your family right. and see if anything comes through? Right. Oh, that. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I can do that. And so that's what I did. And my grandpa came through and I was doing like automatic meditation. And, meditation and I was doing automatic writing before okay. I knew it was called automatic writing. My grandpa came through and my great grandma came through. And I was like, oh, well, that like that wasn't scary at all. I mean- at all you knew that it was like there were you just knew yes I just knew like I could feel the yeah the energy and and that's what what's crazy is that I can and I don't know if it's the same for you but it's it's like it's your own thoughts but it's not your thoughts does that make sense you know like you're like it's it's coming to you through in your head like it would be your thoughts but you know you're not thinking this right they're borrowing your Brain. Your brain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see them visually, obviously, <laughs> but I'm just like, yeah. And so, and I knew because my great grandma was actually, me and my mom were kind of going through something at the moment. And she was coming through on my mom's behalf, almost like getting on to me, like showing me things from my mom's side and telling me to have patience. And that's how I knew, like, oh, yeah. these aren't my thoughts. Because how could you put yourself in your mom? Yeah, and I would have been like, oh, you're right. She's wrong. You know, if it was my own thought, I would right. have been getting on to myself. I would have you been, know. like, totally supporting my side of the story. Of course. Oh, wow. So that was yeah. an aha moment, right? Cause yeah, it's like another, another awakening. Yes. <laughs> it's really been, like, just, like, this series of, small awakenings so then cut to I hear Julie's podcast and like I said and before to Julie I knew nothing about Julie I was looking for a new podcast I found hers I was like oh this is like angels or something yeah yeah exactly like I had like I had searched like angels or something like that and her podcast came up and I was like, oh, well, this looks interesting. And I listened to one. I don't remember. the. I think the first one I listened to was somebody's angel story. Uh-huh. And then the second one I listened to was a woman talking about the angel Reiki school. And I just had this knowing that was like, yeah, you're 
you're doing that. Uh-huh. You know, like I had zero expectations uh-huh. and I was just like, yeah, I'm doing the angel Reiki school. Wow. And so I emailed her and one was signing, was starting like the next day or two days later, of course, uh-huh. how it worked. Yeah. And, um, I ended up crazy, which this never happens. I ended up literally getting a check in the mail for the exact uh, amount. Oh my God. I know. I, I, I can't believe, I mean, I do believe it, but right. But it's crazy. Yeah. So you're, um, so your angels or spirit guides, they communicate with you a lot through like physical stuff, right? Yeah. A lot. Or, yeah. Like angel numbers or like calls happening or yeah. Like, yeah. Or feelings. You know, where you just like, no, or my body, my body talks to me a lot. My body is really my superpower. Like, even if I have like an ache or a pain, if I look up like spiritual meaning behind okay, that, it's always right on point. Wow. Yeah. So you're physical. Very physical. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. It. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I just, so I just had this knowing and, yeah. and I did the angel Reiki school and honestly, Julie blew me away. Like I had no expectations, but she has far in every stage. She has far exceeded my, my on like the amount of information she gives you. I know. And the angel Reiki school, it blew my mind. It was, it was far beyond your spiritual gift. She teaches you. She teaches you. She teaches you. Yeah. And, and, and she does it in such a way where you really figure out how spirit communicates with you individually. That's what I love. She, it's like this opening invitation where it's you figure out for yourself. It's not like, oh, well, this is what it's going to look like. Right. You know. And what do you think while you were in the course, what right away came through for you that was like a strong. So in my first attunement Mm -hmm. in the course, my uncle came through and he said, you know, I showed you, you had this gift when I passed away and now you're finally ready for it. Is that, I know I was like, I'm like, oh man, you're in the, wow. That came through right right away. And and it was like full circle, right? Like, oh yeah, he did show me I had that gift, but in 2012, there's no way I would have been ready. Right to use that until I did all that inner child work, you know, like I would not, I would not have, I would, I was still so fear-based then I was still, and I, and a lot of often that comes through in my sessions. I don't know if it does with you with, with clients where it's like, you have to heal first. Yes. Yes. They he- there's a quote, the healer has to heal before you could heal others like yeah it's yeah awesome, yeah right? and you can't yeah. heal others if you don't heal within as well as well yeah yeah and so it was like I yeah I wasn't ready then and and then I finally was ready once once I had done the the, the hard work the hard yeah. work and it is I mean it is hard but yeah. it's so rewarding right it. oh it's so rewarding it's so rewarding now tell us some really cool angel stories or yeah, we so cool stories that have happened to you since. Yes. Totally. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. So that was well, that was amazing <laughs> when my uncle yeah. came through and then two times. Yes. I mean, true, yeah. both times. 
that. And then it's crazy because my my oldest son, I can see that he also has this gift. I know that my grandpa, especially when he was very little, my grandpa would kind of talk through him to me as well. But he probably, probably about six months after my uncle passed away, my oldest son was five at the time. And he drew, drew this picture and he came up and he was like, here, mom, I drew this picture. And it was a picture of the two birds, which I had never told him about a picture of the two birds with a heart in the middle and a smiley face winking. Oh my God. Did you save that? Yeah, I still have it. I still I would frame it. If- yes, yes. It just, did you say like, whoa, like how did you think of it? Was, like, I was shocked. And I was you, like, what made you think of it? Yeah, I was like, what made you? He was like, I don't know. I just thought you would like it. Oh my gosh. Blew out my mind. Blew is- my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it was always another time he drew. Oh, here. I have the picture. Oh, let me see. I have the picture. I have two pictures. The two pictures he drew me. So here's <gasps> the he birds. Like, oh my gosh. And the wink. Oh my God. Yeah, the wink, right? Did he do that? Was that something he would make like a wink or that was like, no, oh, this was not. I, yeah. I, I've never seen my kids do a wink. Like, no, oh. that was not. And my kid, and he doesn't like to draw. Like, it's not like he was always drawing, you know? Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh. And these are the colors of the birds and everything. I don't know if you can tell, but it's like, oh, yeah. Like yellow and gray. That's amazing. It's amazing. Crazy. And then another time he drew me this picture of my, of my grandpa. And it said, I'm sorry that Grampy died, but this might help you. And then it says, good job, mom. I'm proud of you. Oh, oh. how old was he then? And he was probably like, yeah, around the same age, like five or six. Oh my God. And what made him, I mean, I we know what made him. Yeah. Did he say like, I don't know. I just, yeah, he was like, I just thought you would, but like, I'm proud of you. Like, like he would never. I thought he, he, right? Like, good job, mom. I'm proud uh, of for my, like, my son would never say that. Oh my gosh. That yeah. is amazing. Those are amazing stories. Really, right? really amazing. And then do you have, yeah, like, tell us about your angel number. Like, do you see synchronicity? I number see angel numbers all the time. And I'm not really good at knowing, are you good? Like, at knowing what the p- specific numbers mean to me it's always just like oh I'm on the right track or oh my angels are with me like it it gives me peace but I don't know like what if I see 333 compared to 555 like what those I think I just kind of I have like my angel numbers that I know mean something I I only notice like the ones that I uh, oh so you have like specific ones yeah specific so like if I'm you know driving and like i I always look at what my thought was and then I see the number and I'm like, okay, so, you know, I don't do it with all the numbers. Right. But it's like a validation for you. Yeah. Kind of. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a, a communication that I know means something. That means something. Yeah. And I just kept seeing those specific sequences over and over and over for so long that I knew that it meant right. something. So, yeah. 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 So it's been really 
an amazing journey that I never thought would end up here. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just start from just being real. I just knew I was unhappy and I never in my wildest dreams would imagine that it would lead to this. And I want to talk just a little bit about fear because yes, please, that for me was one of the biggest things that for a long time kept me from discovering my gift. I was scared. Was scared of the of the gift or just scared of going? Scared of the gift, scared that it was maybe um, not okay in the Christian uh-huh. community, um, scared that I was going to see a spirit, like, you know, that it would actually be scary, that it might actually be scary hearing from the other side. And so a lot of fear came up that I had to work with, which doing the inner child work yeah. helped a lot with the fears. And then even after, like after I finished the angel Reiki school and I know I can do this and I've worked on all these volunteers and all of this stuff, I had this fear of like announcing it or like letting it be known or like putting myself out here in that way, because especially, you know, I, I, I'm an attorney. Like that's what I was. That was my job. Like I was so left brain attorney. And, and yeah, total left brain, logical and, and left all of that to follow my husband overseas. And I, I could just, I could like literally hear the eyes rolling in all of my attorney, you know, all of my friends from law school, all of like, oh God, she thinks she's a medium now. You know, I could hear. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. All of it, but finally it got to a place where it was like, it was going to be more painful to not be authentic and to not share this. And the goal is to help people, right? And the the goal is to to continue this healing. Like I know how much better I feel. I was just going to say your light is brighter because you you know what it did for you. So you want to help. You want to help others. Yeah. Yeah. And you you want, I know how unhappy I was. Yes. And how content I am now and you want that for people you know you can see that they're unhappy you can see that they're suffering and you want to say like there's another way and you want to help them and so I just I mean it was it was going to be more painful to live in that lie than to just say like oh screw it if people think I'm crazy they think I'm crazy I'll own my crazy and and that I'm sure you've felt this way too but I know from myself and just hearing other people um you know Julie said this but a lot of times when you have your awakening there are some dark periods as well people think oh my god they're spiritual and they just like don't get bothered anymore or no journey so it's not like people are gonna have one angel experience or one thing and they're just gonna be never having any pain or oh no of course of course yeah you still have your dark nights of the soul. And yeah, dark nights. <laughs> you still have your pain and you still get triggered and you still get annoyed and you still have those days. I think that you just are better equipped. You have more tools now, right? And you can just ask the angels, right? You can ask your angel to Yeah, yeah. And you can, yeah, you can ask your angel team and you have more forgiveness for yourself when you do have those days, you know? You yeah. Ever like, oh, 
And yeah. do you have like any feelings when like angels are around you or like, do you feel like, you know, you can, you know, feel like yumminess or like, you know, something in you where you just have a connection where you, you know, feel. So I like to ask my spirit team for signs. Mm-hmm. That's I love to do that. I love to ask them for signs and um, specific, or you let them. I I will ask for specific lots of times. Oh. Just this summer, I was wanting to do this akashic record healing thing, and I was nervous. I don't know. I was nervous, and I was like, "Do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? You know, I feel like it could be really healing, but also, do I want to open up this can of worms?" type thing you know and I was going back and forth and so finally I was just like okay spirit team here's the deal if I am supposed to do this if this is in my best interest then tomorrow I want to see butterflies like that's my sign I just want I want to see butterflies and yeah so then the next day um I get up and honestly I'd forgotten that I had done all of that you know I wasn't looking for butterflies I completely forgotten that I had all this and yeah I Sometimes I teach kids English in China. That's like another job I do. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard of VIP Kid. A lot of the listeners probably work for VIP Kid. They employ people everywhere. And so I was in America at this time. So you have to wake up very early because the kids are in China. And so my first student showed me a picture of a butterfly she drew. And I was like, okay, okay. And did that jog my mind immediately? Like, oh. Okay. And then my second student was singing a song about a butterfly. Like, oh my God. Come on. In English. Yes. Okay. And then throughout that day, I just kept seeing butterflies, butterflies everywhere. And I was like, okay, that's. So you did it. So I did it. Yeah. I did it. And it was amazing. It was healing. It was. Oh my God. That is an awesome story. It was wonderful. That's amazing. Don't be scared to ask your, your team signs, right? Yes. That's such a good thing to tell people. Oh my God. That's really specific. That one was really specific. That doesn't always happen, but that one blew my mind. and the I, important things you'll ask, like especially really important, especially and and ones where I'm really torn on because right, right. there's a difference between lots of times I I feel what I need to do, I know what I need to do, but I don't want to. I don't ask for signs in that case, you know, right, like right. yeah, of course. <laughs> it's it's like when I really am torn, like wait, yeah, okay, yeah, don't know. Okay. I really don't That's know, too. yeah, because I'm not. Because lots of times, lots of times, I'm sure you know, too, where you're like, you know what you need to do. You just don't want to do it. Of course. No, I get it. But the times, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. That's any other, like, before we go, like something unique. I mean, those are like mine. (laughs) It's Those are my best ones. I mean, I feel like I have little winks all the time. I'm sure you feel the same. And the more you get and connect the more you connect with your angels and your loved ones. And the more, I think, I always think, you know, I went through all of this. I'm 42 and I went through the majority of my life, like pushing through and trying to figure it out on my own, not realizing I had all of these resources 
on the other side, these incredibly powerful resources. That's right. And I think like, oh my goodness. And I mean, I talked, I got parking spots, like the littlest things. I I talked about everything. Every time I lose something, every time, you know? Yeah. And I always think like all these years where I was just like blindly trying to push through on my own will. Yes. Oh my God. You know, beautiful. That is an amazing story. Like everything that you said. Thank you. Really inspiring for people, especially, you know, people who um, don't know like how to maybe they want to get started and they don't know. Like, yeah, like where to start or yeah. they're waiting for some big awakening. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Or being worried about what other people think. Like in yes, yes. Uh, your former career. So that is awesome. And I'm sure people are going to love hearing this. <laughs> I hope so. And hopefully it will be helpful, especially just, you know, for me, the the awakenings started coming through with the inner child work and healing and the ancestral wounds and all of that stuff is really willing to go there. It's willing to go there. Honestly, the universe made it where I didn't have a choice. That's that's what I mean when I say the universe is always for you. It's not always for your pleasure. Right. It's for your growth. It's not for your comfort. It's for your growth. And I got to a place where I literally couldn't keep going yeah, the way I was going and something had to give. And so, um, and I think for, for me, the universe often comes through in that way. And it's only when I'm out of the dark night of the soul yeah. that I can then go back and reflect like, oh, that was actually the most loving way for me to learn that lesson. It didn't feel like it when I was in it. Yeah. But afterwards I, I recognized like, oh, but that, that was actually the gentlest way that, that I could learn that lesson right and learn it and not avoid it and not avoid it yes oh yeah it's amazing thank you for being so open i mean wow thank you yeah right (laughs) i said i own my crazy yeah more than half the battle (laughs) that's so true (laughs) and thank you for interviewing me erica And it was very fun and very uplifting. So thank you for inspiring me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful souls. If you enjoyed today's episode, please tell your people about it and share it on your social accounts. Friends, we're truly here to serve you. When I went through my spiritual awakening, there wasn't one book I could read or one place I could go to for all of the answers. I really had to piece them together myself. So what I did for you was create programs that I wish I had when I was awakening. For those who are seeking these same answers, I created a program called the Angel Membership with so many benefits. It walks you through 12 months of spiritual awakening with your angels and helps you to awaken fully yourself. You see, awakening isn't a one and done thing. 
There is a process to awakening, and this 12-month program walks you through it alongside your angels. In the angel membership, you also get access to a small group of peers to go through this experience with you. You get live access to me twice a month and so much more. For those who want to serve humanity by working as healers themselves, but don't know what their gifts are or where to start, I developed my Angel Reiki School, which opens you to all of your God-given spiritual gifts, teaches you how to use them, and how to start a business for yourself. Students who go through both my Angel Reiki School and Angel Membership Program for at least one year are eligible to apply to be a healer in my online Angel Wellness Center and work alongside me. Friends, I touch on all of this and teach you how to connect with your angels in my new book titled Angels and Awakening. Yep, just like this podcast, the book is available for pre-sale starting September 9th, 2021 on Amazon. Friends, your support helps me produce this podcast. Thank you so, so much for being our angels by listening, sharing, and supporting this show. When you leave a five-star positive review, I enter your name into a monthly drawing to win a free session with me or an Angel Reiki School student. This month's winner is in the show notes. Now, here is a mini Angel Reiki meditation and visualization with your angels to help you lift your vibration and keep it that way the rest of the day. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. you to see yourself surrounded by angels. I want you to feel their warm, radiant, loving presence. And I want you to see yourself. It's December 15th, 2021. I want you to see yourself looking healthy, feeling healthy, mind, body, and soul. I want you to go inward and feel that you're so proud of yourself and all that you've been through, all that you've done, all that you've accomplished in 2021. And you're enthusiastically looking forward to 2022. Friends, I want you to connect with God, universe, source, energy, and just take a moment to give thanks. Give thanks and gratitude for all of the blessings that have come your way and all of the blessings that you stand here right now in faith knowing that they're on their way to you. Friend, as I lead you in this, your angels want you to ask God, Universe Source, to show you what it wants for you in your life. See the big picture of what God, universe, source wants for you. I want you to pause and just allow the words, visions, feelings, or knowingness to come to you. And friend, when you connect with the other side, they will only give you positive loving messages 
So just take that moment right now. What is it that God, universe, source wants for you in your life? Allow yourself to be open to it. Allow yourself to see it, hear it, feel it. Get a knowingness of it. want you to ask God, universe, source, what is the next step I should take? Again, pause and allow the words, visions, feeling, knowingness to come to you and remember they're only positive, loving messages. What is it that you see, hear, feel, of when you ask what is the next step I should take friends I want you to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and I want you to feel all the love that is surrounding you They are guiding you, directing you, protecting you, and they're giving you signs to validate to you that you're not walking this journey alone. Allow yourself to believe the signs that you see. Allow yourself to follow the callings of your heart responsibly with faith and allow yourself to feel the loving presence of your angels and your loved ones as they guide you each and every day. Friends, I love you. They love you. Open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings that are on their way to you right now.